I used to roll back woods, rip the dawns, good wherever he goes. One million and one flows, depositing dough. Set you down with the mafia family, let me know. Yeah, number one, I don't do number two. They watching how I do, because I'm really hood. Red hoodie, gold jewelry, too groovy, might lose me. Don't approach with the foolery, keep the two on me, homie. You don't know me, rip the dawn, the one and only. Hey yo, it's your man Rick the Dawn and welcome to the Real Hood Podcast. Thank you all for watching. This episode is brought to you by Broken Heart Shirts. Listen, I know y'all still feeling this blueberry hoodie, right? The Really Hood hoodie. And you can get, oh, and, and a Really Hood hat. You can get you one right now by going to brokenheartshirts.com. Go there, check it out. I got plenty of dope content over there and you can have that today. It'll be, you know, I just got my new shipment in. That's why I still wrinkle like this. But uh, I'm gonna wear these wrinkles on, on out and pretty soon they won't be here. This episode today is about being a boy in the hood my message to every boy in the hood every man in the hood whatever you want to call it listen i grew up in the hood and i don't say that proudly i actually am very bothered by that fact but it's pretty much the way it is when you grow up in detroit michigan you gotta you gotta learn how to sink or swim i would like to say to every man boy in the hood if it's not too late get out of it get out the hood don't feel like you owe anything to the hood one of my biggest pet peeves or one of the things i'm always saddened to see is our people's loyalty to these blocks in the hood they be so loyal to these hoods man these ghettos i understand that that's where we came up but understand this that's not anything to be proud of we got to stop being so proud of the ghetto you know we got to understand that we deserve we deserve better than that and move to where you deserve to be where you feel like you where you deserve to be it just bother me, bothers me every time I hear somebody claim a street, man. Like, bro, they, get that back to them and move out of there and change your mindset. As a boy in the hood, I am so thankful to God himself for blessing me with the enlightenment to know that that wasn't my space, not permanently. And I would really like to plead with every gangster, every male, every boy in the hood, get out of the hood. Take your family out the hood. Listen, it's not that difficult. It's not that difficult. Detroit is my hood. It's my ghetto. It's whatever you want to call it. And I remember I went to college and it was like, wow, this is a whole new place. A lot of people, a lot of fellas, I should say, in the hood, that's all they know. But did you know that you can get in a car and just drive on the street for about an hour and be somewhere else? Right. And when you do that, you find yourself in a whole new place. And guess what? You can live there. It's less crime. It's less garbage is less police is less killing is less shooting don't you deserve that don't you think you deserve peace don't you think you deserve to be able to go to sleep don't you think you deserve to be able to leave your door unlocked if you wanted to because you can't do that in these in these hoods you can't do it right you got people trying to kill each other for little scraps don't you believe that you deserve better than that don't you believe that your kids deserve to grow up without getting killed and shot don't you think you deserve that? Because you do. If you don't know that, you do deserve that. But guess what? If you in the hood and you like the fact that you in the hood, you never going to get that. And I want every male boy in the hood to get out the hood because we deserve better. But unfortunately, we were born into these circumstances as a result of several different factors that I don't have time to list. But at the end of the day, you can do something about it. So I'll give you the blueprint. Step number one to getting out the hood. Stack up some money. 
I'm talking about, about about a good five grand. I don't know how long it's gonna take you to get about five thousand dollars, but stack up five thousand dollars. That man, I'm about to talk. I'm about to really shut the game down right now. I'm about to show you how to get out the hood. Stack up five thousand dollars, okay? Stack up five grand. That's about what you're gonna need to do make this move successfully. Once you have about five thousand, well, actually, while you're building up that five thousand dollars, start looking for a destination. It does not have to be in the same state that you live in, but obviously moving to a different space in the same state might be a good idea but it does not have to be the um the same state you can move out of that state me personally i think it's best to move out of the state because sometimes if you move to a different city in the same state you'll keep driving back to your old neighborhood to see your relatives you want to move so far that you can't do that because then the hood will keep calling your name or, you know, you'll keep going back to, you know, keep keep up with all what's going on, the drama, whatever. Sometimes it's best to move to an entire, entirely new state. So while you're building up that five grand and maybe even 10 grand, if you got it like that, while you're building up that five grand, start Googling and looking online for your destination. Do you want to move to Nebraska somewhere low key? Do you want to move to Oklahoma? Do you want to move to uh, Seattle? Start looking at different cities and states outside of your own state. And once you do that, start planning to move. Tell your family, hey, we're moving. Matter of fact, don't tell too many people. Tell like your girl uh, or tell your, 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 your boyfriend or whatever. Tell about two people that you trust undyingly not to tell anybody else. Let them know that you about to, you about to start preparing to move or just keep it to yourself if you live by yourself, right? While you're building up that money, and you're doing your research on these different locations, start looking at the prices for houses. How much does it cost to you know, get a stable space in a decent neighborhood in this location? So here's what it looks like. You got about $2,500 stashed away and you need about $2,500 more. You find a place in, let's say, Maine, right? A real low key place. You find a good neighborhood as well. To get a house in Maine, probably a rental property. You probably won't be, no, I'm pretty sure you won't be able to buy a house right out the gate. So you might have to get you a nice little apartment or a nice little condo or a nice little single family home for about $800 a month, depending on where you go. Maybe you want to go to Georgia. It's very cheap to live in Georgia. So you got about $2,500 and you found a nice, let's say, uh, let's say a single family home in Maine and they only went about $800 a month and about another $800 for the uh, for the deposit. So now you got $2,500, you got a location, and you know how much it costs to get there. So the next step is you gotta find transportation. That might be a U-Haul, that might be a train. If you got a lot of stuff, you might have to do a U-Haul. If you don't got a lot of stuff and you just wanna leave everything behind, all you gotta bring is a duffel bag or a couple suitcases, then you might take the train. Find a way to get to Maine once you get your $5,000 stashed up. And if you have like a whole, existence in your current location get a u-haul u-haul has a way to get a nice big truck where you can put your whole house in the back of the the trailer and then they got this little piece that you can latch onto the trailer so you can put your car on the trailer so let's say you already live in a nice house and wherever you're from and you got a vehicle so you worried about hey how do i get my entire house and my vehicle to maine well you, like I said, you get a U-Haul and you get this piece on the back of the U-Haul and you put your car on the U-Haul. So now you drive from wherever you're from to Maine and you got all your stuff in the back of this trailer and you got your car on the back of the U-Haul truck. <laughs> Listen, it be like that sometimes. And, you know, you got to be careful because, you know, you driving, you got your car on the back, you got your, 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 your whole existence in this little trailer. So you got to dr drive pretty slow. That's all you got to do. So so you finally get $5,000. And then you call the people in Maine. You say, I'm ready to move in next month. 
right? And they say, okay, send me your deposit. And they are a trustworthy person. You might have to find this person through Zillow. I wouldn't do it through like Craigslist or nothing like that. Uh, I would use Zillow or something like that. And, um, you know, I would pay using PayPal because if it's fraud, you can get your money back. If you can't pay through PayPal, hopefully it's in a, a reputable place like Zillow or apartments.com or something like that, that they have a, a policy in place just in case something goes wrong. But anyway, let's say everything goes perfectly, which it probably will. You 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 reach that person, you contact that person, say, I want to move in on December 1st. And they say, send your deposit. And that's what? $800 deposit. And you got to send your first month rent. So you got to send about $1,600. In the middle of the night, pack up, have your have your, your trailer, your U-Haul trailer packed up, have your car on the back of that U-Haul, and about 12 o'clock a.m., get on the road and go. And don't look back. So you driving on the road, you it's, it's pitch black outside, nobody know you left, You they thought you was lying. You get on that, you get in that car and you drive to Maine or wherever you said you wanted to live because you deserve it. You deserve it. You don't have to live where you grew up at. You want to live in Maine. You want to live in Hawaii. You want to live there, live over there. As long as you can get there and there is a way to get there. Sometimes you won't even need a U-Haul. If you don't have a lot of stuff, you just got a, you just got a car. Man, put all your stuff in the trunk and in the back seat and get the going. You go all the way to Maine and you get there. You already sent your deposit in your first first month's rent ahead of time and you pull up to your, your house that you've been looking at on the internet and looking around on google maps and seeing if the neighborhood bad and you finally get there in person and and i want you to say thank you rick the dawn i did it it's called faith it's called faith man that's what it's called it's called faith all right you're stepping out on faith you're saying i believe that i can make this adjustment i believe i can do this and though i don't have any experience with moving from one state to another i can do this and the reason why you do it is because that very move could be exactly what you and your generations needed to do because if you would have raised your son raised your daughter in them little ghetto environments that they stuck you in they would probably been gunned down not even by the police either by people with the same skin color as them because of jealousy man sometimes you got to move your family out the hoods out the projects yourself yo yo generations and uh, yo yo great 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 grandkids will benefit from the move you're about to make okay by moving out the ghetto man because there ain't nothing in the ghetto but people trying to slice you down because you got more than they do so you you finally got your what your money you just spent about eighteen hundred dollars out of your what five grand so you down to like what thirty two hundred dollars or something like that and then you drive all the way to Maine, and that's going to probably take about two, three hundred, four hundred dollars worth of gas. So now you're down a little bit more, okay? But then you're finally out there, and I didn't include this step, but guess what? When you finally get settled, and that's why I said you need about five grand, because while you're out there, your number one priority is to find employment. And while you're looking for employment, that's what that extra money is for. It's for food, and it's for uh, your rent. Don't go out there spending money on stupid stuff like fat, uh, fast food and shoes and clothes and haircuts and trying to look cute and and showing off of the gram. Use every single dollar that you've has you that you stashed away for the grocery store and also for your rent. You can't eat fast food. You got to go to the grocery store and get you like sixteen pieces of chicken for like four dollars and just stack your freezer full of that. You got to go on your hunger, your grind, man. You got to get instead of instead of going to McDonald's and spending twenty dollars every night, go to the grocery store and buy a week's worth of food for like like $50. You see what I'm saying? And just stash your money away. And every single day, go out there and you find a way to uh, find a job in that new location. So maybe when you're looking for your house, you might have to make sure that you, you start off with a search about where is the best way to find employment. Maybe Maine 
has a high employment rate and that's why you chose Maine. You, you didn't necessarily choose it because you want to live there, but they have a uh, low crime and they have high employment. People are getting hired when they go there. I'm not sure. Maybe the cost of living is low. So as you pick your destination, make sure that the cost of living is something that you can understand and afford. You don't want to go to California because a lot of people, they move to California trying to you know get into this Hollywood life. And when they get out there, they realize that rent costs tons of money. So And, and they didn't properly plan so you know what happens they end up doing uber and they be upset and they be in their uber car talking to all their customers about how they wish they had more money trying to make them feel bad so they can give them a bigger tip when in reality it's not the passengers fault that you moved all the way to california on a dream that you didn't really prepare for so make sure you you properly prepare yourself and speaking of uber if you get to Maine or wherever you choose to go, maybe that's what you have to do for a little while. Maybe you have to uh, Uber and do Lyft just to keep ends or keep the money flowing. Because the worst thing that could happen, because we also have to talk about the risk. The risk is you get into this place and you're not finding employment fast enough and you're depleting that money you save. That's the only thing that you have to worry about. But when you get out there, if you buy food from the grocery store, like a Aldi or somewhere where you can like really stretch your money or save a lot of something like that, um, and then you only use your money on gas, food, and you know, hopefully you got enough clothes by then. Don't buy no new clothes. All you need to do is, you know, maybe a haircut once a month maybe because you got to look presentable as you're going to these places for employment um but really you want to spend your money on your rent your food and your gas anything outside of that and maybe and obviously some hygiene products so guess what you got to become good friends with the dollar store okay go to the dollar store and get a whole house worth of stuff you can get dishwashing liquid you can get clothing detergent you can get toothpaste you can get a toothbrush Man, they got everything at the dollar store. So go to the dollar store so that your dollar goes further. You stay on that grind until you finally get a job or employment in this new location. And from there, the road is gold. You hear me? From that point forward, you will have no problems. You will be 100% solid. You will have successfully moved yourself or your family and, your, and yourself to a new location. And you did the most impossible thing, which is find a job in that new space. Once you have located a job in this new location, you are 1000% set. And by the way, until you find that location, then you know you can do lift and, and different little things like that. DoorDash. You can become your own boss, make any smaller amounts of money until you can find something that you can really sink your teeth into. This is how you change the trajectory of your history or your or your future. I mean to say, your generational future. When you know when these new kids grow up in this in this new space, you know they'll be thankful for you. They won't realize what could have happened. They could have grew, grew up in the area that you grew up in and had to survive and fight for their life every single day. But because you made the ultimate sacrifice and the ultimate leap of faith. You change their life and they 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 can't even tell you how grateful they are because they don't even know how grateful they they should be. But it don't matter because you'll be able to sit on your on your porch when you turn 76 and look at your great great grandkids or whatever your grandkids you'll say i'm the reason why they're here. I'm the reason why they're you know they're running in my yard right now because I made that sacrifice when I was you know 19 years old, 26 year old, 20 26 years old, 29, 35, whatever the age is. If if I'm talking to the right people, trust me, you feel it inside that it's time for a change. And you don't got to be no young person to do this. You could be 42 and just tired of the same old same old. Right? That could happen. And I, I told you how to do it. That's exactly how you do it. Now, if you don't want to do anything that drastic and you want to stay in the hood, here's what you got to do. Go get some life insurance for you and your kids because you know, in a hood, people were just shooting and killing each other every day. At the very least, somebody should be able to benefit from some of these deaths. So go get some life insurance for yourself and your kids. That way, if 
you know, Lil Johnny selling drugs, get shot, at least you'll get like a nice $100,000 payout and then you really can move out the hood, okay? I hate to say it that way, but it just, I mean, at this point, that's what it is. If you want to stay in the hood and you know you in the hood, just go ahead and go get some life insurance, man, for everybody. Just go, just, just go get you some life insurances, and and, and you know, if somebody get hurt, then y'all, y'all, y'all all move out the hood. I, I mean, that I hate to say it that way because it seems so cruel, but it, it that's what it is, man. And it's and it's hood you're playing Russian roulette with your life all the time. And I know what you're thinking. It's probably like I don't have, I can't. How can I move my whole family? Just do it. I told you, five thousand dollars. Well, I don't make that much money. Why? Well, whatever you make, put something to the side. It might take you five years to get to $5,000. It might take you 10, but just keep $5,000 or keep putting money to the side until you get to it. Cause it only take about 5,000. I told y'all I moved out of Michigan to where I'm at right now. All right. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't have $5,000. I'll be honest with you. It took me like, I'll be honest on the night that I left Michigan, it was in the middle of the night. I had, this is no lie. I had about $2,000. $2,000 on me. The saving grace for me is when I got to my new location, I had a job waiting for me because I had graduated out of college and got a job out of college. So that was my saving grace. But if it wasn't for that, then I would have had to find employment, which I would have done because I'm a hustler. I don't care what I got to do. I know how to make a dollar. Okay, that's me. But for me, I had a job waiting for me and maybe that's what you have to do that's another thing i'll throw out there maybe you got to fill out applications online in the new area before you leave and maybe you don't leave until you get a job in a new location so what you would do is put in factory work in maine or amazon warehouse in maine or walmart in maine or business job in maine and you fill out applications in those new locations and then when you finally get somebody to interview you you can say hey i don't live out there but i'm moving out there next month and i'm just trying to set up employment for myself before i get there a lot of people will understand that and they'll probably do a phone interview or one on zoom and you get the job and then you you gone that's what it is man that's how you get out of your situation and that's what that's pretty much what i had to do i wasn't staying in detroit my whole life i already knew what, what time it was all right, I, I, I had seen enough. It was enough for me. I said, this isn't, I get it. This place, and I love my family. I love the people out here, but I see the right on the wall. There is not a lot of opportunities in Detroit, Michigan at that time. I don't know if it's changed, but at the time, it's like you can only do one or two things. Either you're going to sell crack, sell weed, or rob people, I guess. I don't know. It's just like it was no jobs out there. And, you know, it's like, dude. And I tried. I went to Fairlane Mall. I went to Dearborn. I went to all these different places. I went to Southfield. Um, I went to Burger Kings. I went to McDonald's. I went to, to Forever 21. Well, not Forever 21. What was it called? American Eagle and all these little places. I filled out applications everywhere. And it was either we're not hiring or I'll get this to my manager. No phone call back. It's only so long I'm going to allow that to happen before I realize the writing on the wall. Check it out. This new track. And then uh, once we get back, I'll wrap this thing on up. Yeah. That's rigor rip this shift now. You stole that lamb, you know my name. You know I don't do it, let's bring that change. Cash money ain't everything. Yeah, I said it now, let's get it. Flow and let it cold ridiculous. No statistics, super vicious. Food for thought, do the kitchen. All the people say, wow, I'm back for mines now. You can get it, I can do it. Flow is cool and tricky. Move it, we gon' make it. Watch me take it, or oh, you hate it. You're my greatest back from the Yeah, yeah, now I'm yeah. back on my mellow 
Tell my mama hello. Tell my babies uh-oh. Gangster from the get-go. Tell your sister Geico. Say what's up to Michael. Is he crazy psycho? Yes, the flow. Hey, I hope y'all enjoyed that. I'm just trying to impart some wisdom on this thing. Get out the hood. Because we don't own the hood. The hood don't own you. It don't own us. Find you a place, take a leap of faith, and go where you deserve. You only, you know, um, I do believe in the afterlife. But I also believe that in this physical body that you have, you got about one shot. And then after that, it's all afterlife. At least that's what I know, or I believe I know, or what I believe. So while you're here physically on this earth, don't you think you deserve to live your life the way you want to live it? I, I think you deserve that. How about this? Start by making a leap of faith. Praying and trusting in God to take you out your situation and make you successful somewhere else, right? And follow the steps I outlined in this video, and I guarantee you it will work. And of course, you have to use your own common sense because I don't know your entire situation. So you have to use and calculate and make your own deductions. And based on what you can see in your life, ask yourself is a move like that possible? And if so, do it. If you can't move, there's certain factors in place that stop you and prohibit you from moving. Then get some life insurance. And for 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 peace sake, can I get all the fellas to invest in bulletproof vests? There's no reason why you should be going out to anywhere at like two in the morning without a bulletproof vest. Now, I understand sometimes, you know, it's just not practical. But if you're in the ghetto, if you're, if you're in the hood, get in the habit of getting a bulletproof vest and, and wearing it underneath a hoodie, wearing it as much as you can. Um, get you a CPL license. When I was in Detroit, I didn't have a vest, but I always had a firearm on me because I understood that I'm in a ghetto. And at any time, somebody can try to make an attempt on you. By the grace of God, I never had anybody make an attempt on me. But I actually, I don't know if I can say that. I had a couple, more than a couple situations that could have went left real quick. But I wasn't taking any chances. I always had a firearm, probably... Like, I, I even went to church one time and had a gun on me. It, it was just serious at one point in my life. It was like, bro, I don't know who, what, and where. So I had to prepare myself for everything and anything. If you're stuck in the hood and it's just you just have no recourse, no way to get out, firearm, life insurance, bulletproof vest, prayer. That might be your, your, your best shots right there. I hope this episode was helpful to somebody. Maybe it's not even moving from one place to another in the United States. Maybe it's taking a leap of faith from one country to another. This is something you have to pray about. This is something you have to game plan for. If you can successfully move from one place to another, out of trouble, into a place that is calm, it is worth every sacrifice. It's been good. Thank you.